The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program, WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, its staff, or management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on 89.3 FM WMKV. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vina Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, your nation's public radio source for all the best tip tech, tips, techniques, strategies, and latest real estate news. We're uh, going to sort of get a little bit away from strict real estate strategies today and talk about a way to build your business through social media outlets. You know, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, all those things that you play with and keep up with what's going on with your friends' pets and watch funny videos of babies and so on. Yes, you can, in fact, build your real estate business using those exact same outlets if you know what you are doing. Now, to explain to us what we are doing in these uh, in these media, we've got uh, Jen Griffin from Your Business Ignited, which is a company that helps other companies with online marketing and uh, using the available tools in the most effective possible way. She's joining us by phone from her home in Indiana. Welcome, Jen. Hi, thanks, Vina. Um, glad to have you here. Should say, by the way, that you are the featured speaker at tomorrow night's Cincinnati RIA meeting, uh, which I'm sure is going to make your topic a lot easier since you will have a screen and you will be able to show people pictures of the kinds of things we're talking about here and a discussion about it on the radio is uh, you know, has has its own limitations, but um, uh, you know I, I, I should say along the way of um, sh- showing your uh, expertise here, um, your very first YouTube video had more than eleven thousand views in one hundred and twenty days, right. and you. Uh, uh, you, one one of the things you do that we'll talk about is you post articles for folks, and you've had a, a an experience where you used a single site to post fourteen articles that had more than twenty five thousand views. So, all these investors out there who are trying to get their name out there, trying to get their property out there, trying to build their buyers list, would 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 be just so jealous of those numbers that eleven thousand people saw this. And that's the kind of, um, of, of, of thing and kind of success that we're going to uh, try to, in about 45 minutes, relate to people today. 
so let, let, let's start out by um, talking a little bit about how you got into online marketing, because I know you also at the time were, were doing real estate investing yourself. And, and how, how did those things come together for you? Well, my husband and I, we were looking for multiple streams of income, and so looking at real estate, and in real estate, you know, everyone is trying to do multiple streams of income, so we looked at creating multiple streams of income within real estate as well as within other businesses. So I have loved computers, and I'm a math major by trade, so I guess slightly geeky. Um, and so I, I love computers, and I loved studying how everything works and search and everything. So I started that in 2004 um, and, and got pretty good at building our own businesses online and so then um, partnered with Rodney Grubbs in 2008 and started Your Business Ignited to um, help other business owners because once people hear that you're doing things, then um, they want you to help them as well. So it was a real easy transition into a business. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about social media, we're, we're not talking about the things that a lot of real estate entrepreneurs have had drilled into their heads that they absolutely must have, such as a website. We're really talking about stuff that most people just use as exactly that, social media. So um, talk a little bit about what what that encompasses. Because more than just having a Facebook page, <laughs> and <laughs> having a Facebook page, and I, I like to talk about it. It's social media. It just gives you the ability to talk online to people. So, however you use online properties to connect and talk to people, it's just the same as instead of having a one-on-one lunch with someone that you're trying to see if you can create a business partnership with. You might go to a networking group that has a few hundred people that you could see or a trade show. You, you're just popping in in a place online where there's lots of people to talk to. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that's, very, that's social media at the very simplest. It's just going online and finding groups of people to talk, talk about. I mean, like I know at Facebook and LinkedIn – YouTube and Twitter are, are the biggest ones right now. And then we've got Google Plus that's just launched. Um, and that's still, um, everyone's trying to figure out what to do with that. Um, so I don't want people to get overwhelmed by thinking like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I have to add all of this stuff to my marketing plan. Um, so as they're listening today, I'd like you to just maybe think about adding one thing to your plan because it doesn't help anybody's business to go out and do a bunch of new things. We want to do things one at a time and we want to do them well. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the reaction that, that, that I often hear uh, from from people who are not used to using social media as as a way of having business discussions with people mm-hmm. is, oh, no, you know, no, no one goes no one goes on on Facebook or YouTube to, to hear me talk about my business. They, they go there to put up pictures of their kids' graduations from third grade. Uh, you know, isn't it, am I, aren't I just going to annoy people if I, if I go out there on my Facebook page or my MySpace page or whatever and start talking about deals I have? Uh, yes, you absolutely will annoy people, and that's just the same as if you walk into a room of people and start, instead of finding out a little bit about them, you just start telling them that you have a three-bedroom, two-bath that you want to close next week. Um, if you use poor business 
practices offline and transition those to online, um, you're going to get the same poor results. But if you treat people um, like real people and you actually take time to build relationships and care about them, you can use social media to truly build your business. And it gives you the ability, I like to say, to tell people what to think about you. <laughs> because all of what people seem are those silly posts that you put out there, of you're going to your kid's game or you're reading a book or things like that, you're, you are telling people what to think about you. So you very much can say, I just put a house under contract today. I'm not going to think that you're selling me. I'm going to be excited for you because you're building your business. Um, there, there's a way to relationally talk to people that is not a marketing brochure like you're yelling from a megaphone about your business. <laughs> Very good. Um, the the main uh, social media sites that that are are sort of used out there in the world um, are uh, Facebook, which really was set up to be truly social. I mean, that, that's the, the purpose of it, although they, they have now recognized that there are going to be businesses involved and, and created uh, ways for, for businesses to have their own pages, which we can come back to in a moment. Uh, YouTube, which was, you know, we're, we're just going to, everybody's going to post all their home videos up there. Uh, and then, of course, it became uh, also uh, music videos, also advertising videos, etc. cetera. Uh, and then there's a third one that I, I believe really was set up for the purpose of this business networking, and that's LinkedIn. Can you talk a little bit about, about uh, uh, s- sort of how that functions as opposed to uh, how some of these other things function in terms of your, these business relationships that you're building online? Yes, LinkedIn can be a very powerful way um, for real estate investors, especially to build relationships with other real estate investors, find qualified contractors to work with that are just phenomenal to work with because they're out there building their business online, um, as well as sources for um, private money. And obviously, you can't go out there and advertise exactly what you're looking for, but it really does help you build credibility. The things um, that we've previously mentioned, you know, like telling people what you had for dinner or more of what we would call the silly things are not accepted at all in LinkedIn. It is for business use only. So it's more like a business Facebook. And within um, LinkedIn, one of the powerful differences is is it's called groups. And there are groups that are regionally targeted and there are groups that are um, targeted by industry. So I can go on LinkedIn tonight and I can talk to, say, a Cincinnati group or a Northern Kentucky group or a, just a... And that gives you the ability to talk with people that are actually your target market, have discussions with, establish yourself as an expert. Uh, which is a phenomenal tool that you can use um, instead of driving all around the city trying to meet all these people. You can, in the comfort of your own home, go to these groups where people actually want to talk to you about their business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Very, very interesting. Now, when we get back from the break, we're going to talk more specifically about ways that real estate investors can do various things for themselves in their business. We're also going to take any questions that uh, any folks may have at 513-772-9658 
or 877-772-9658 or via email at askvina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today, Jen Griffin of YourBusinessIgnited.com, mother of four, real estate investor and social media expert. And uh, we would not be doing this program today if I did not personally know many people who are doing a wonderful job of building their businesses, by which, let's face it, I mean making money on social media, using social media, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, um, Twitter, uh, things like that. And uh, Jen, as expected, I'm sure you expected this question because I am sure that you get it all the time. Uh, I got a question via email at askmina at gmail.com. Um, he is from Tallahassee, not that it, I guess it matters that much today since these are all national networks. And he said, Vina, I have looked at a number of courses on social networking for real estate investors, and the thing that always stops me cold is that if I did everything they wanted me to do, I would literally spend 50 hours a week logged into Facebook, Twittering, etc. Is it necessary to do all of these things in order to make any significant amount of money? If not, I don't want to bother. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I also have businesses to run and a life to leave. So um, as much as I love social media, it is not my life. Um, I personally am on social media 20 minutes to half an hour a day for me personally and my businesses. Uh, and I like to keep it that way because I have a to-do list like everyone else to run. Um, that's why I recommended in the beginning um, the courses are great. Um, but you have to, it's just like you started in real estate investing. You didn't go out and try to wholesale and do short sales and rehab to retail all at one time. You learned one thing, and then you build upon it. So um, if you're taking a course, I recommend that you do the same thing, uh, and I recommend that you start with either Facebook or LinkedIn, whichever one you're more comfortable with to start with, and you um, – learn to use that comfortably 10 minutes a day, and then you add another one in. Um, is it okay, Vina, to mention some tools to make their lives easier? Um, well, that is going to be a question for Mike to answer here. These like 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 webs web like web tools. You know, there's yeah. there's like there's like places where you can you can go and and um, put put a Twitter in it, and then it will Twitter, but it will also put it to your Facebook page, and it will also put it to your LinkedIn, and it will. No so okay, he says go ahead. <laughs> okay, all right. So we're not endorsing any of these products. We're just telling you this can make your life easier. <laughs> so, for example, I was on vacation and I was tweeting. Um, of course, I wasn't thinking about tweeting. I actually took a break from all electronics, but I was out there because I had things scheduled. So, things to make your life easier would be Ping FM. P-I-N-G dot F-M, which allows you to just post in multiple places at one time. So you only have to log into one place to ping, and it will send it everywhere for you. And that way you only have to check in on those sites once a day just to see if anyone's commented. Um, another really powerful tool, and it's free until you get to a certain level, is Hootsuite, which is H-O-O-T-S. U-I-T-E dot com. 
And this one is fantastic because you could write all of your updates, say, two weeks, even a month in advance. You could set them for what day you want them to update, and you then don't have the pressure of thinking about what you want to say every day or every other day, however you decide you're going to post. And that, um, those two save you a bunch of time. Uh, another tool that I believe is a must-have, because I am a firm believer in not just doing things to do them, but you should be able to track and prove what you're doing is actually working, is a what's called a URL shortener so that you know when people click on a link, whether it's to view a property or an article or something that you have written, you can tell exactly how many people are paying attention to that. Um, bit.ly, B-I-T-L-Y dot com, and bud, U-R-L, B-U-D, R-U-R-L dot com. Those are both um, great resources to use so that you can actually make sure that people are finding value on what you're posting. And those tools, if you utilize those, those can make your life a lot easier and actually give back your time. The other thing you have to do is you just have to be relentless to ignore everything else. You are not, um, when you're on there for your business 20 minutes a day, you have to ignore what people had for lunch. You have to ignore the vacation pictures. You have to ignore any news article that you might find value in. You just have to stay laser focused on building your business, and it almost has to be a timed activity um, because it is super easy to just lose time in these social networks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very true. And thank you for your question, Ron. If anyone else has a question on how to use social media to build your business, your business's reputation, buy, sell, rent properties, et cetera, 772-9658, or askvina at gmail.com. Uh, now, Jen, I have, I, I, I sort of, I sort of watch what other local real estate investors are doing on these various sites and you know, particularly Facebook, because I spend probably too much time there. Um, they they seem to, it, it seems to me like they, they're going to one extreme or another with this. You know, I, I see people that are clearly having like a, like a VA post Confucian quotes three times a day. You know, there's some little, there's some little feel good one line thing. And I block those people because I'm bored. And then on the far side, you've got people that every single solitary post is, I need money, I, which, by the way, let me, let me emphasize again, you so do not want to do that. You so do not want to use these social media sites to directly advertise that you're trying to borrow money because uh, violation of SEC law and all that. Uh, but, you know, I need to borrow money. I've got a house for sale. Um, uh, I just made $10,000 on a house. I, I just I just rocked a short sale. I, I have I have a place I'm trying to rent and there's and there's nothing else. And I block those people because there's you know, there's nothing interesting there. Right. The, there's got to be some happy medium. Is there some percentage of your posts that should be more personal and some that should be more? business-like? Um, well, this is where, um, this is my personal opinion, and, and we need to mention here, on Facebook, there are two different kinds of accounts. One is your personal profile, and that's where you have friends, and per Facebook terms of use, you are not to use your friend profile for business use. So if you want to mention something every once in a while, that's 
Facebook acceptable, but um, just blatant promotion of your business is truly against the terms of use. And they will block you. And they will block you. Facebook Facebook will delete your account, pictures, Um, friends, everything. Yes. And then you have a business page, which is what all um, of our investors need, and that basically functions as a second website for your business. And my opinion is the focus of that Facebook page should be 80% giving value to your target customer and 20% selling your services or mentioning your houses or whatever. Um, So whatever you deem your target customer to be, then you want to provide value for them so that you are always top of mind um, in in, in the area and the sphere of influence that you're interested in reaching. Um, because, you know, as a landlord, no one cares what you're doing until they need a house to rent. You know, so if you're trying to connect with people, you might want to have, like, a regionally informational um, Facebook page. You know, like, there's all different ways to do it, but you need to provide value um, so you're not that annoying person that gets blocked. <laughs> so, by value, you keep mentioning things like uh articles and uh, things folks might be interested in. Let's let's just imagine that I'm a wholesaler. And let's Mm -hmm. just imagine that my main goal with my LinkedIn and my Facebook and my Twitter and my, you know, whatever, YouTube, other social media sites, is to have people become aware that I have these good deals so that when I specifically have a deal, they will respond. Because, I mean, that's bottom line. The way a wholesaler makes money is by selling properties, Right. Right. What sorts of things would I would I post that would be of interest to my potential buyers, and where would I get those things? I mean, do I have to do I have to write articles every day? <laughs> uh, only if you have a few spare hours in the day, <laughs> um, which I don't think any of us do. Um, I would post things. I would think about if I were writing emails. If you have a list. Um, set up on your website and you have autoresponders set up, like what are the types of information that you communicate with? Um, if you have a resource tab on your website, what are, what's the type of information that you're providing there to your investors? And what you're going to do is you're going to take that type of information and you're going to put it in one or two sentences and share it online. So you would want to be the real estate resource for your investors. So if your um, potential investor buyers would need um, information on good contractors or information on, um, I'm trying to think, schools or things going on in the area, uh, you, you would want them to come to your page first before they look elsewhere. Uh, and there are places, my favorite website is All Top. A-L-L-T-O-P dot com. And what they do is they collect all of the best um, articles and blog posts throughout the Internet. And these are ones that you don't necessarily see on MSN.com or Yahoo.com, so you don't want to be someone repeating the headlines that everybody else sees, but you want to have new and current information. So it might have something on business from WallStreet.com, and you can go in there and search within your category and you can provide information that your investor may not see online, and th- therefore you're giving more value. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so Alltop is a great way to find some of those articles. I mean, you can pay people to write articles and all of that, but there's so much information online um, that that you really could just, you know, find links. And if not, take take an hour and read some articles and come up with some thoughts about those articles, and that can be your postings for two weeks. I mean, it's it's not brain brain surgery here. Uh, the other thing that I find that a lot of people overlook is um, each person in their area of real estate, you kind of have the same things that you say over and over to people um, when you're on the phone with them or when you're talking at networking events, and that's kind of unique to your perspective of real estate investing. So if you just sit down and think about um, all the things that you say to people every day, all of those can become updates as well. Very good. We need to take another quick break. Uh, You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing. We're talking today about social media and welcoming your specific questions about how you can build your business and make lots of money using social media outlets, 772-9658-877-772-9658 or askvina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox, and we're talking today to Jen Griffin from Your Business Ignited about using social media to uh, build your business and make more money in real estate. And really, Jen, I mean, this is this is just another form of marketing. It's just a new thought process about what that marketing means. It's not. It's not... A one-way message directed at Jen saying, "Buy my property, and that's going to work." It's more of a of a of relationship marketing, if you will. Right. So, um, right. Uh, did you have another comment on that? Um, yeah, because it, it is all it is turning um, the market now to all about the customer and caring all about the customer as opposed to um, just being a business who just you just do what you do. Um, it's really forcing even bigger businesses to kind of listen to their customers. But um, from a small business standpoint, I mean, it's giving us wonderful opportunities to be real people. Um, And I know, um, and I'm sure we've all had this experience, you know, working with different wholesalers, you know, um, there are some wholesalers that you prefer to work with over others because of either personality or that you like the way that they do business. Um, or that you like the way that they treat people, or you heard a great testimonial from another um, person, and it gives um, you as a business owner the ability to put your best foot forward. Um, you know, so taking that video testimonial of someone who just had a great experience with you, and now you can put that all over the Internet. So now I'm getting a good feeling about you, Um, when I have not necessarily even done business with you or met you in person. Um, And those are things that we just were not able to do to the degree that we can to connect with people who are not our clients yet or who haven't bought properties from us yet. And I think that's just a wonderful way that um, real estate investors can set themselves apart um, here in this very competitive market. Yes, and this, although the the way in which we are doing this is new i mean the, the 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 whole you know having these giant things set up for us uh to 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 do this is new 
the basic the basic concept is is not new. I mean, how, how do you how have you found a car mechanic for you know since there were cars? You ask your friends, right? right? And 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 you were going to t- you were going to tend to um, put a recommendation of a friend who had a good experience above a billboard along the highway that cost seventy five thousand dollars that some other car repair company put up. Correct. And the the people who are who really pay attention to their own social media are getting that effect from people they don't even know. They're they're. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you got your friends, and then you've got your Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've got you've got the people that you actually know, and then you've got the people who you see on Facebook all the time. And uh, you know, when your Facebook friend from California says uh, is talking to another friend who says, you know, I've been thinking about buying turnkey rentals. And your Facebook friend says, oh, well, you know what? Uh, Vina has those available in Cincinnati, and and they're really good deals. Does your Facebook friend really know that? N- no, because they haven't been to Cincinnati to see the deals. But but they have the impression of you that they are really good deals. Why? Because you said so. Correct. <laughs> so this is your friend said so. Exactly. Exactly. And. So you know, there's there's this thing, uh, and there's a there's there's a book out there that the the name of it is escaping my. It's a very famous book, and the name of it is escaping my uh, uh, brain right now. But uh, it's uh, the science of influence or persuasion or something like that. Uh, talks about something called social proof, and mm-hmm. and and all social proof is is people saying to other people, "Hey, this was good." whatever this thing was, it was good. And, and it talks about how incredibly powerful that is. And that, that book was written 20, 25 years ago. <laughs> so, so it's just taking advantage of some, some stuff that's already, that's always been out there. And as you said, uh, this is a way now that small businesses could take advantage of it because it, you know, it used to be that, yeah, Burger King could hold a nationwide taste test and then put people on TV during the Super Bowl saying this hamburger is better than that hamburger. But we as small businesses, we're really never able to do that uh, right. up until now. Okay, apparently the book is called Influence. It's just called Influence. That's the, that's the entire name of the book. Um, okay. Now, uh, <clears throat> I got a question here, um, uh, Jen, from Mike that is actually beyond both of our areas of expertise in relation to in relation to. Uh, marketing and because it's actually an sec question it's actually a question about what the securities and exchange commission would and would not frown upon in terms of raising money through social media so i have had my assistant put in a call to an sec attorney who's going to join us in a minute and has actually thought this through (laughs) and i I think i think that so mike hang on we're going to get to your question it's just uh, I I know I don't feel comfortable a- answering that myself. I'm pretty sure Jen wouldn't feel comfortable answering that herself. So Jen we're gonna... tells her clients to um, give me a paper from your attorney, please, before we post anything. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, um, let's talk about let's talk about YouTube because that is something that a lot of folks uh, who've been slower to adopt the Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter actually have had great success in in adopting because you know a lot of what we do about in real estate is made more powerful if we can show people the great apartment that we have or show people the great retail deal we have uh talk a little bit about uh youtube and what the how how that functions in our real estate business building 
Okay, uh, YouTube is an amazing tool that you can use. YouTube is actually the second most used search engine below Google. And so that means people go on YouTube to find information before they go on Yahoo, before they go on Bing, which is really important from a business owner standpoint to think about like, well, okay, if I take all these videos, will anyone actually see them? The answer is yes. People are spending a ton of time, and I'll talk more about that tomorrow night, about the amount of time, but they use YouTube to actually search for information. So you don't have to have a video of a cat doing a backflip to get views on YouTube. People like to go there um, for information. So the obvious ones are, you know, walking through a house. I don't need to see every aspect of the house. I need to see key elements. Um, it needs to be well lit. Like sometimes when people do those videos, it's so dark you can't hardly even see um, the videos. But it doesn't have to be anything professional looking. It just has to be enough um, that I can get a good feel of that house. And then you want to keyword target that for your region at the very least um, because YouTube is owned by Google, and so it gets indexed a lot um, better. If you're branching out on YouTube from just showing your houses, um, another way is to just take videos of yourself and talk um, to your investors or to your tenant buyers, whoever you're targeting, and answer. think about the top ten questions that you wish people ask you or that you know that your buyers need to ask you and the top ten questions that you do get. And you can go ahead and answer those on YouTube. So basically you're reading people's minds and you're connecting with them um, through YouTube videos, which are like 30 to 60 seconds at the most because we have very short attention spans on YouTube. <laughs> um, so like 60 seconds maximum, sit down um, and just talk to people like you normally would if they were across the table from you. You don't need to be in a suit and a stuffy office kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll come back to YouTube in a second. We do now have Jillian Sedoti on the line, who is an SEC attorney from California, who actually, I believe, is my guest next week, who uh, we called kind of in an emergency here. Um, Jillian, are you with us? I am. I'm, and I'm sorry, I'm in the car with my kids. So if you hear little children in the background, I apologize in advance. And we don't, we don't, ex we don't expect perfection when we call you in the middle of your day and say, help. <laughs> Um, here's here's the situation, Jillian. Uh, I have Jen Griffin uh, as my guest. We're talking about social media. And we had one question already, and now another one has come in, uh, because I, I, I mentioned that perhaps it was not a good idea to post on your Facebook page that you were uh, borrowing money at 8% interest or that you uh, had opportunities to offer to investors and so on. And the questions uh, that have come in are along the lines of what information can I discuss on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and be in compliance with what the SEC says about raising money? Hey, that's a, it's, a, it's a legitimate question. That, and you're right. The problem is, is you can't just go and, excuse me, I'm just pulling in here so I can actually not break the law and be on the phone while driving. Um, <laughs> The, the issue is you really want to position your company, not your security. But what do I mean by that? You want to make sure that you are mentioning the great things all about your company and what you're doing, 
but you can't specifically say that, hey, I'm looking for investors or, hey, I'm offering an 8% return on investment to any investor who comes in. You've got to kind of keep it very vague when it comes to looking to investors or else it can be construed as a general solicitation and that will just get you a cease and desist letter. So that's, that's my advice on that one. Um, no, absolutely not. You can't say I'm looking for investors on your Facebook page. I've seen people actually get in trouble for that. I've seen people put links on their Facebook page to Craigslist ads that are looking for investors and, and get in huge trouble on that. So that, those are things you want to stay away from and more focus on the fact that you are, the, what your company is doing and who your company is. Jillian? I think it's possible that she may have dropped her phone or something. Jillian, you there? Okay, well, we've. We, I, it sounds like we have lost her, but uh, I mean, Jen, basically what she just said, which which is said from the point of view of an attorney who is trying to keep you out of like serious legal trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission, is exactly the same thing you said, which is don't don't be pushing, pushing, pushing for money, deals, etc. Position your company. Talk about the good things that your company might be doing. But, uh, you know, Jillian's recommendations do not say things like ever, like I, I need money, I pay 8%, uh, anything of that nature. So really, same, same advice applies. We're, we're, we're trying to let people know what we do here, not directly recruit them to give us money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, appreciate the uh, the quick call, Jillian. Sorry we, we lost you. And, again, I think, I think Jillian is, in fact, uh, my guest on next week's program. So uh, we will definitely talk at that point about uh, websites and, and so on. Okay, well, she, she's back. Let's see if she has any final comments. Uh, Jillian. Yes. I don't know where you, I lost you. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, what, what we, what we, what we basically got out of that was no direct, uh, talk, talking about asking for, or otherwise saying, I need money. I want money. I pay this for money, et cetera. Just more. Oh, look, look at it. Cause we're talking here about, about social media. I know next week we'll talk about websites, but, uh, right. more, 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 oh gosh, my company just closed three more deals. We're so excited. Not right. Not I need your money. That's the perfect stuff. That's the perfect stuff. And and I and and the great thing I heard um, your guest speaking about was about going through a house and showing the key aspects, not every single aspect. Things like that. That's the way you want to sell your security. Excellent. Okay. So. Uh, very much appreciate you taking time out of your uh, your 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 family family commuting time. <laughs> And uh, I guess we'll talk to you again next week, Jillian. Excellent. Thanks, thanks for uh, having me answer that question. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks a lot. Um, okay. So, uh, Jen, um, going back to YouTube, because the, the, that may be the thing that most people find the easiest to get started with. Mm-hmm. All you need is, like, a flip cam or one of those digital cameras that takes video. I mean, you're not talking about going out and buying a $4,000 digital camera and then, you know, tons of lighting and, and, and all of that sort of stuff. Um, it, it's, it's a very simple process and they make it simple to upload the videos. 
Right. And, then, and then the other things that I've seen, and I, I don't know if this is something you would recommend or not, is people then link their Facebook pages to the videos they've created, and, yes. then, and then a video shows up on their Facebook page. Yes. Um, which is a point that we haven't talked about yet. And, you know, I like to say I love sports, and, you know, sports you run a play where every player has their own path or job to do. That's just like all of your web assets, like your YouTube videos, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your website. You know, like that is all your online playbook, and they all have to be working together. They all have to be connected. You don't want one player out there doing their own thing, like your YouTube channel, your website doing another thing. You need to connect them as a complete, concise business strategy. Um, and that's one thing I think when business owners get overwhelmed, they just start, oh, okay, well, we'll do YouTube this week, and oh, okay, well, we might do Facebook next week, and it has no consistency not connecting. Um, and so the beauty of putting a video on Facebook and then and, and those being connected, I can then go click and see the rest of your videos of your properties, or I can share it with my friends on Facebook that might be looking for a house. I mean, it has such great potential to be that handshake that we're talking about that you might not be able to make, but that I can make for you if I think that you are a valuable investor and that it's going to treat someone good. Um, so it's so important to link everything together and to use everything wisely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and this, I want to make sure we mention this before we run out of time, um, because we've talked about social media, and I do teach social media, but... The reality is, um, just like we alluded to, Facebook can shut down your account. They, they changed the rules because we're basically tenants on these social media sites. Um, you do need to own your own house on the Internet, which is have your own website, because truly, um, if you put all your eggs in one basket, like all on YouTube or all on Facebook, all on LinkedIn, and don't pay attention to your home base, your website, um, as they change the rules, your business is going to suffer. So you always do um, want to be building your own email list, connecting with people on your own terms on, on things that you control. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, we're not talking about ignoring mailing lists and things because that is invaluable when they change the terms of use or decide they're going to do something because the reality is is we're playing by all of their rules unless you control your email list and you control your website. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. A very, very good lesson that I learned the hard way last year when my Facebook account was canceled for reasons that were not made known to me. And <laughs> then, of course, you know, trying to talk to somebody at that gigantic corporation is uh, it's impossible. And uh, yeah, ab absolutely. Uh, you know, you're, you're, this is this is a this is an arm of your marketing. It is not your marketing. Right. And, and I think get a little carried away with it right now <laughs> now how jen i have seen some folks uh, even here locally that have done an awesome job of building up their social media they are everywhere what they have is interesting i find myself visiting their pages to look at deals they have or uh, videos that they put up and and so on but my, my question is for someone trying to build something like that is this a very long-term strategy is it a strategy that can be accomplished over the shorter term and what what kind of time frame commitment are we talking about here um i think 
you first of all need a plan. So those people who you, you find engaging, that's because they have a calendar and they have a planned out social media strategy. Uh, and I like to plan out your social media strategies like 60 days at a time uh, so that you can provide good value. Um, and it really depends, and I hate to give those kind of answers. We had um, someone we were working with, and within two weeks of us starting to post for her, she got four calls and was, like, so excited. Um, we've had other clients who, you know, it's taken longer um, for it actually to convert into leads. Um, and, and for a real estate investor, it takes a while to build your buyer's list to establish yourself as an expert. Um, and so I would say a 60 to 90 day plan where you stay consistent with your strategy and then at the end of 90 days, if you haven't seen results, then you need to tw tweak your strategy, but definitely give it 90 days um, and you should get results in 90 days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, again, we've uh, we've been uh, partly because of the length of the show and my own um, personal prejudice, we've been focusing a lot on the idea of, of wholesalers, but you know, someone who's looking to buy great deals, becoming the local expert makes you the person that people come to when they have deals to sell, right? right. And and uh, uh, I've seen, uh, as a matter of fact, I have, you and I have a mutual friend that uh, has a very large apartment complex up in the Columbus area and created a Facebook page for the apartment complex with, with right. information and testimonials. And it really applies across the board, but you really do have to know uh, what, what, your plan is and what pieces you can realistically implement right now, which is one of the topics at tomorrow night's Greater Cincinnati RIA meeting. That meeting is held at the is going to be held at the usual location, uh, the Community Action Agency building at Jordan Crossing at the corner of Seymour and Reading. Jen is the main speaker from seven thirty to nine o'clock. She'll talk more about this topic and, of course, have examples of good, bad, and ugly uh, social media use. The early topic is ethics in real estate investing, which fills your national professional housing provider uh, ethics requirements. So be there at six o'clock for that. Uh, more information at 859-292-RIA or CincinnatiRIA.com. We'll be back next week with more information to put you on the path of, to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. <music>